pata de rana. Hola, feminosas. Bienvenidas a ¿Quién es la más? Mi nombre es Gigi. Y yo soy Braulio. And, como siempre, before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It will help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Today we're recapping La Más Draga, Season 4, Episode 9. And I believe it's titled La Más Cri-Cri. I want to say I've heard of it, but then like... But you'd be lying? (laughs) I feel like I've heard of certain um, songs. Because Cri-Cri, it was invented by, by an artist, I guess, and... It's just a bunch of songs, right? It's like a like a collection of songs, something something like that. Uh, yeah, but there's also like illustrations and uh, other characters and yeah, I don't know. Like Johnny was saying, the creator kind of had its own universe. He was comparing it to, or he was saying that it was kind of close to Disney. Which sure. Kind of like the closest. <laughs> I don't think anything compares to Disney, but I guess I get the sentiment in that, mm, like it was a character that was created, but then uh, it's not as universal, nowhere near universal. But I guess it's as close as as La Masraga could get to Disney. <laughs> The only thing that I could think, the only one song that I knew was El Raton Vaquero. And I just knew that line. Like, I've heard that um, before. Is that where that's from? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So it's like a bunch of, like, um, children's stories. And uh, it's mostly songs, but I think it's, uh, like you said, there's illustrations to go with them. So this was, um, it was specific, but also not because it was mostly just inspired by the songs, I believe, which are like fairy tales. So you can pretty much take this challenge to um, kind of interpret it in, in your own way. But um, anyway, so what did you think about the episode, your initial thoughts um, before we dive in? Uh, it was a really interesting challenge to me um and i gotta say like i think most of the queens did super well um which like often it feels like when when the uh the challenge is not like specific enough they just don't know what to do with themselves um but this time i think it it worked out really well uh, I guess it was specific to because they knew that it had to be like a children's show or create like something for kids. So I guess that kind of created the um, 
the expectations and kind of gave them all an idea of okay, this is what I what I got to do. Plus, they had other queens to help them, so I'm sure that came in handy as well for each of them. It was a cool challenge, I think. Uh, didn't they have this last season where some of the past contestants um, mm-hmm. came in and helped them with something? I remember yeah. like it was something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this time, they- I feel like they were more. And they were a little bit more involved. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it was pretty similar. Um, but this challenge did have them do, or they expected them to do something more than just a runway. So I guess it was involved in that way. Um, I'd be curious to know if they are the ones who wrote the little sketches that some of them did i assume so that'd be that'd be the only way that it would be fair but well i mean we'll get to them but not all of them wrote something so i I, yeah Yeah. i would think they they wrote it um and i I also believe they they must have told um at least the i don't know it's weird because they paired them up with someone else but how would they know what costume to wear you know, to match the story. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I'm... I, I mean, I guess so. But at the same time, it did feel like some of them didn't match. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we'll get into that later on. I personally... I did like the episode. I thought it was a cool challenge. Um, um, I, I, I was missing more, more of the show aspect of it. Like, they didn't really do much with that some of them did but i think most of them failed in that but the costumes were cool and uh, it was nice to see the the past contestants back back in the la masaraga world so that was fun mm-hmm. all right so gather around children and let us tell you about a little show full of magic and rigged results this week on La Masraga, the contestants are challenged to present a look inspired by the children's cartoon, Cri Cri. They will also work with a past contestant to create a show that will entertain children all around Mexico. On the main stage, the winner of the challenge, La Mas Cri Cri, is Cifer. Electra Vandergrilt and Lupita Kush land in the bottom two and have to lip sync to a medley of songs by Tatiana. In the end, Lupita Kush is eliminated and is the next queen to be added to the drag altar. All right, so we start off with Johnny introducing the challenge, and they he seems very excited. They kind of don't seem that excited because I, <laughs> I think they already knew. So he led me to believe that it was going to be Disney for a second. But I I mean, it wouldn't make sense. (laughs) I don't think Disney would be giving people any sort of rights to represent them. But I don't know. They've they've gotten away with some stuff on this show that uh, I guess it was plausible in a way. But that would have been cool, too. Yeah, they would have gotten sued for all for all the money they have, and then they would have another funding, another <laughs> fan they funded. Would, yeah, 
they would uh, open a Patreon. Yeah, GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got like screwed over by like YouTube at the end with Tatiana song, and Tatiana was the guest, mm-hmm. but they still got screwed over with like YouTube music rights. <laughs> so imagine if it was like Disney songs playing. No se la acaban. Oh, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, in the end? yeah. They were okay. all like, if you saw their Twitter account, the Mazaragas Twitter account. They were all like scrambling, like, what? We got hit again. But I hadn't noticed it before, like in another episode prior. So I don't know what they referred to. But I guess it's happened before. Yeah. So the the music cuts out, right? For those that haven't watched mm-hmm. it, the music cuts out, in, like during the lip sync, which is mm-hmm. it's pretty embarrassing for a <laughs> show. Yeah. I mean, that shouldn't be happening. Like, you should know what the what they're lip sync too but. but i think i think it has to do just with youtube's regulations because i'm sure they cleared the rights it's just youtube somehow um flagged them and because it's all like it's all automatic it just automatically gets blocked so then you gotta like i guess place a request oh <laughs> can you unblock my my show or whatever uh, those are the risks of being on YouTube. I mean, they were pretty horrible songs, so it's kind of, <laughs> it doesn't hurt us. I mean, they were doing us a favor, probably. <laughs> They're children's songs, so now you don't know how to wash your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to have a lot of people without washing their hands. Uh-oh. So, yeah. So, Joni introduces the challenge. Um, and then, obviously, he always brings Pepito to introduce the twist or the next element to the challenge. And this Wipe, week... Wipes like, his hands clean and it's like, here you go. You do that. Yeah. I'm not getting any hate mail. Thanks. No more. No more hate mail for me. Um... Before that, he brings in Nathan and Danny, right, from mm-hmm. some foundation called Red de Familias Trans. And I believe they just raise awareness for trans um, people and trans issues. And then after that is when they bring in Pepitel. And so Pepitel tell them that they're going to be matched up with a past contestant. And so they have to draw a name out of a hat. And so the pairings turn out to be Rebel Guajardo, La Moraliza, and Alexis 3XL. Um, Ed is Sexy, and Margaret Ya. Electra con uh, Winter. Cifer with Madison, or Madison. Uh, Lupita Kush with Mistabu. Alexa Fox. Alexa Fox is interesting because what does Johnny say? Uh, Johnny say to, to them about somebody not showing up or something? No, Johnny's gone by then. But Pepito oh, yeah. are like, Pepito say that um, they had someone planned for Lexa or I guess whoever was going to get the other queen, but that they they fell through and they weren't, they didn't make it. So then they gave her, gave Lexa a chance to pick from one of the muertas. And that's when she picks Sirena to come and help her. 
Yeah, which was uh, she said something about the competition. So I think she was like, she was thinking about who was kind of a front runner or somebody that she thought was a front runner. Um, I did read some of the, the comments, and they were like, they made a great point that the, she should have chosen Paper Cut because <laughs> he's very like children. Um, based like his drag is very like he even describes it as um kind of based mm-hmm. in his childhood yeah but i think i think she also says like she like sirena was the one that uh or one of the ones that she got along with well um and then also like paper cut seems very individualistic like and might e- might even overshadow lexa <laughs> So I don't know how well they would work together. Yeah, I mean, I could see that point too. Um, so yeah, what what did you think about them bringing the past um, contestants back? I mean, it was really cool to see a lot of them back. Were you surprised to see anybody there or somebody that wasn't there? I was going to say I was surprised to see Miss Taboo. But once it got to the Camerino Neeks, I understood why they brought her back. <laughs> Trying to cast some brujería on everyone and start fights. Um, the other was, I'm surprised by how often Margaretilla comes back. Yeah, I think she's always been my favorite. Yeah. Um, and then Alexis coming back is kind of strange just because she's one of the winners um but i feel like didn't they do that with um deborah la grande on season two as well i think yeah yeah she did come back yeah yeah so i guess it's not that strange but it could it could feel like uh oh they paired you with the winner so you're gonna have the advantage um which is not always true because what if the the team does not work together but uh yeah yeah i I was surprised to see winter there i don't think she made much of an impact in her season um and then the rest i i do think they lasted a while on their seasons and i still remember them winter wouldn't be one of the first ones that would come up um, for me and i would love to see like raga diamante i loved her Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe even Rudy Reyes again, so she can't take points away from someone again. <laughs> Who do you think was the one that los dejó plantados? Uh, I, that's. Oh. I'm surprised they didn't say it because they're so shady. Yeah. They would say yeah. It. Exactly. I'm trying to think if there's someone who's like particularly late or particularly like unreliable <laughs> but i can't really i can't really think of any they didn't really give no clues at all um uh, so they also informed them that they had to create a show that is made for children and so yeah then after that we go into el camerino where we see i mean not a lot of stuff they were mostly just sitting down doing nothing um <laughs> But like you said, Mista does kind of stir the pot. She tries to like get them to start fighting. And... That's that's after she comes back from wherever she was 
because Lupita was like, I can't find her. <laughs> so they weren't even. Yeah, that was weird. What happened there? Lupita is just like, she disappeared. Mr. Wu disappeared and we should be working on her stuff. And then the next time that she shows up, she's stirring her cauldron and starting, <laughs> starting fights. She's putting a little tears in there, a little bit of uh, tears from a drag queen. Pata de rana. Yes. <laughs> some pelucas de sirena, some, you know, just everything in there. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing they were trying to say that she she wasn't feeling her partner, right? Is that yeah. what was happening? Yeah. Mistabu wasn't happy? Yeah. When is she happy? <laughs> When when she's causing trouble, <laughs> that's yeah, that's the only time. Um, but what were they? Why did she need her there? They weren't doing anything. They were literally just sitting around doing talking about nothing. Well, they were supposed to be planning their little sketch. Nobody planned anything. I didn't hear anybody <laughs> plan nothing. <laughs> I don't know, but that that's what Lupita said. So she's blaming Mistabu for her downfall her. Yeah, that was just like, if it was the rehearsal, then I would understand. But she was just literally just they were all just sitting there. Like, they were honestly not even doing like, somebody was brushing their eyebrows for like an hour, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, I mean, at least Mistabu was trying to instigate something, getting getting them to she was acting as, acting as a producer, asking everybody, well, who do you don't get along with? Because apparently they all get along this this season, which I think it's true because we haven't really seen any any fights, except for Miss <laughs> Ed is sexy that throws Veracruz under the bus. What did yeah. you think about that? Yeah, that was weird. Um, just because Veracruz was not there to kind of tell her side of the story. So she probably should have left it or spoken to her. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Um, so what exactly did she say? So he said that um, basically that Vera was not treating her YouTuber, her, the guest partner, very well um, during the last episode uh, and that the the YouTuber came up to Edie's and was crying because Vera told her not to say anything because she could affect her stay in the competition and Edie says that she kind of noticed that Vera was dismissing her in the Camerino when they were like getting ready so and that coupled with, you know, what Yari noticed. I mean, we all saw it, but <laughs> that um, Vera left the YouTuber on the on the stage and just walked off. So it all just like looked bad for Vera. I agree that they should. The thing that I don't get is if they're telling us this, they have so much footage that they could have shown us of her being mean, of her talking to her a partner certain way but they don't show us anything so uh, to me it's like it's hard to believe 
80s. I don't think she's lying about it, but I do think she is misinterpreting some stuff and maybe exaggerating some stuff because you don't know the full story if you haven't talked to Veracruz. Yeah. She's just yeah. she's just saying what what the other what her partner told her or what she thinks she saw, but you don't know. She doesn't know fully. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. to me it didn't read like on the runway, it didn't read like she left her behind. It just read like she they didn't I, to me it read like they weren't prepared, so they didn't know that they were supposed to both leave at the same time. So she just stayed there and the other one left. That's what it looked like to me. It didn't seem like she was being rude or anything. Yeah, could be. I mean, again, just misinterpretations overall. Um, anyone can see the same thing and take something different from it. Um, like the girls were, the rest of the girls, when, when Edie's was telling them, um, they just kind of said that they think it was because of the pressure of the competition and it got to Vera and, and that's why she was acting the way she was acting. And then, yeah, and then some of them said that that's not really who she is, that that's, they know her outside the show. I think it's Electra that knows her outside of the show and she says that she's not that way at all. So, I don't know. The, the truth is somewhere in the middle. So, I don't think we'll ever find out because it just seems like the show was trying to always kind of, uh, like, character assassinate um, but, uh, I mean, we have the. I'm sure they'll do a um, a reunion. Maybe yes. someone will bring it up. Hopefully, they show the clips because I want to see the clips. They won't. I want to <laughs> see the receipts. All right. Is there anything else that you want to talk about that happened in the Camerino? Because that's all the things that I wrote for that scene. <sighs> Not particularly. I mean, Moralisa just asks everyone in the room what they would tell their younger self. Um, kind of very RuPaul. Putting, yeah, I was going to say putting themselves as the RuPaul of the season. So what would you tell your younger self? Fuck off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to play some sad music and you better tell me and cry. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm still not in a position where I should give advice to myself because I'm still figuring things out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say anything. I feel like I wouldn't listen anyways, so. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't. Like, I, I, it's just like nothing. Imagine somebody saying that to RuPaul. Just nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. Because <laughs> like, they all say the same thing. You are amazing. Don't doubt yourself. Things will get better. And believe in your dreams. That's literally what everybody says. Yeah. Yeah. It's always similar. I mean, it's a cute moment. But um, maybe change the question now. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody's answer surprise you or... No. <laughs> Again, and they all gave pretty similar answers to what we always hear. Um, I think it's it's emotional for the person saying it, or if you know a person as well. Um, what I'm saying is that I just don't have any empathy for anyone. And yeah, 
just kidding. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> All right. If you have no empathy, let's let's go and judge these looks and shows. Let's go into the main challenge. So they have to create a show and they were supposed to be inspired by a song or a story that they told in one of these children's songs. The Cri Cri cartoon. Um, Ed is sexy. And Margaret and Ya are the first ones on the runway. And what did you think about this performance? Um, I thought it was really cute. Mm, like the way they told her their little story and they came up with little characters. Um, I loved how Margarita was like a whole character without saying a word. <laughs> um, I thought that was really cute, the way they played off of each other and stuff. Um, and their message was, was nice as well. So I think that's, that's one of the main um, goals as far as when you're creating like a children's story or you know you wanted to have a moral something to teach children um so yeah i thought that was really cute their costumes i like i don't i don't really get them <laughs> especially margaret she had giant crab hand things and iris was a ropero which i mean it's just a costume But I think it it worked well enough for what their story was. So yeah, I, th I thought they did super well. When this first, I was excited when this first came out because I I liked the fact that they were putting on a show. So I was expecting this, but they did lack a little bit of the fantasy magic of drag. I feel like if she would have stepped out of that costume that she's wearing and made the made her outfit be like one of the dresses because the way she reveals the 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 story is so she opens the little doors in a dresser and she has like little dresses in there that just rip off kind of like paper i think they're made out of paper i wish she would have done that but like she steps out of that dresser outfit and her whole costume changes i think that would have been way more impactful way more fun for kids um they would have loved that um i do agree that her her makeup she needs like a white somewhere in her face like maybe around her eyes just to make them pop more make her more children friendly and margaret is confusing i think this is one of the costumes that did not go together they probably just brought yeah. separate things because i don't get what she's supposed to be it's a cute look i don't think it's fitting to the story like I couldn't tell what she was but it's a cute look and her character was fun to watch like her being kind of um she was kind of like playing kind of like dopey like not not paying attention and so mm -hmm. they had good good chemistry but I mean it, it was good it, it didn't blow me away but I thought it was a good effort um the next group is Electra Vandergilt and Winter what did you think about this Um, I just don't see the children's characters and their looks at all. I don't think they even thought about creating that or, I mean, if they did, they failed. Um, they had a little cute routine where they both 
um, did some choreography, uh, but I know they docked some points because they didn't actually tell a story. Um, and like, this is again like they look disparate. They don't look like they go together at all. Uh, I guess maybe it's fire and ice or something, but they look like from two completely different stories. Um, and it's just very, it's very draggy versus like a children's show. Um, they would they would have ate it at the club, but <laughs> I don't know about the kids. Yeah, yeah, this is a big. I mean, I can see why this was in the bottom. It was just had no storyline. They didn't really do anything. They just kind of modeled the looks, and that was it. They had no story at all, and there was no show, so they failed on the challenge. And then the looks. That could have been a firefighter, right? It looks like a firefighter, Electras. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that has to do. I mean, it could be into a children's, but I don't really see a lot of firefighters and like fairy tales and stuff. So doesn't give me that right away. It's too hoey to be like a children's thing. Yes, it's like low cut and her boobs would be showing. It's a bathing suit pretty much. And a little too pointy with the nails, with with kids around. Like she's gonna kill a kid with one of those nails. That's okay. Um, we can spare one. <laughs> Winters is a little bit more to me, more fairy tale like, but it's still not cohesive with um, Electras. So I don't know if they had this planned. I, I have no idea. They didn't say anything about what they were trying to portray. That's the thing that I hate about the way they do their runways or their show. They never really explain it. So I have no idea what they were trying to say here, but they don't go together. So it was a fail. Um, the next group is Rebel Morg and your favorite ever, ah. Guajardo. Ah. <laughs> um... I did not understand their story at all. It was so confusing. Like, I couldn't tell if Guajardo was a teacher or apparently she was the friend. But I think what could have worked is if they had like similar costumes, similar palettes to say, oh, okay, they're, they're in the same school or something. Um, I could tell, like, one of them, she's like the burrita, so she has the donkey ears. And I'm like, okay, I kind of get what Rebel is trying to say. Like, she's not really getting, I guess, good grades or something. But, yeah, like, them together, it didn't work. And Wajardo just looks so out of place not like a children's thing at all I feel like she needed to tone the dragginess down to make it a little bit more um, yeah like child friendly obviously like more cartoony um, as is it's just like I feel like Guajardo let Rebel down yeah I mean it's a great look it just doesn't yeah fit the challenge um the hair is a little like it should have been like pigtails like a little girl like this looks like a villain in an anime so 
yeah, it's just like a not not a cohesive story there. I think yeah, you're right. They should have worn something to tie them in together. That's something that says that they're from the same school, maybe school outfits, both of them. Yeah. And why was Guajardo like annoyed with her? Like she was making annoyed faces. And I think that yeah. threw the story off too. I thought she was the bully at first. I was like, yeah. oh, she's bullying her. Because mm-hmm. she's stupid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but then I didn't get the donkey part until like they mentioned it on the critiques. I was like, oh, a burro. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Now I get it. So I did not get the storyline at all. You didn't recognize yourself. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) I was not feeling this story. There was something... Oh, yeah. I remember last time when they came back also, a lot of the queens that came back wanted to steal the spotlight. And I feel like (laughs) that's what was happening here. Yeah. Like, they're not really there to help them. They kind of want to steal the spotlight. And I don't like that. I feel like they had their time. It's not their season. Like, just step back and let them have their moment and just be supportive. Um, I remember that I think it was Deborah that, that was really good at just letting the other person, um, like, help them out at least. But I, I just, I hate that. I hate that they, they, they just don't let them fully shine and you could say oh well they should have been better and maybe they could shine but you should take into account that you're not the the focus and so um help them out a little bit more all right the next group is Sifer and Madison I thought this was the best I'm glad they won because if anybody else had won I would have been like this is so not like what were they watching because this had a story was it long yes it kind of got messy at the end but i think the characters were so fun to watch madison was for sure a better like performer um you can tell she has more experience like speaking um or just like being um an actress or um being in theater or something like that and she had her character down. The voice was fun. Her character was funny. And But the thing is, she never seemed like she wanted to steal the show. Like, it was always like she was trying to support Seafair, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave her her space and her moments to shine. And Seafair looked amazing. I like this little mouse. Uh, her little raton vaquero was so cute. Mm-hmm. Um... But she could have, I mean, she did need a little bit more of a, just a little, to amp it up a little bit more with that character. But everything was great. I thought this was so fun. I loved it. I hated it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, this was so cute. Um, it was a little long. It did take up, like, what, half the episode? <laughs> no, but it was, I guess for, they used their time well enough, um, it could have been probably shortened a little bit, but um, like they were like talking to the audience and talking to the camera and they had good chemistry with each other too. Um, I do. I mean, I think this is evidence that um, 
they all didn't know what exactly what the challenge was going to be because all the guest queens they don't really match what the um what the ones that are in the competition are wearing um i mean they made it work with this sketch but it does look a little funny together because Madison looks like a little fairy or like a little niñita um and I don't know I feel like they could have created a different character that went better with it but that's the fault of <laughs> what however they scheduled they them coming in um and obviously they had to be general if supposedly they drew a name from a hat <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. all this to say they were they, they were great yeah I and I love the ratoncita and the costume all the little details and it was super super cute um, yeah and then even Yari got into it she was like shouting from <laughs> from the audience <laughs> uh, yeah it was awesome she sounded like an actual yeah mouse yeah <laughs> yeah exactly all right, it's time for the dream team of Lupita Kush and Miss Tabu. What did you think of this dream team? I think you're being sarcastic. I hope you're being sarcastic. <laughs> um, another one, they didn't have a story at all. Um, I think they could have made their costumes work because one is very... Brujita, and then the other one it's a little bit more like Cinderella um, with a snout, but still. <laughs> um, so they could have they could have worked like a story, uh, but no, they just decided to revolve it around a cake that they were fighting over, and they didn't seem prepared. It was awkward just watching them. They didn't really know how to progress the scene. And then so they just walk out and done. So it's just, yeah, did not did not work. Um, I will say I really like Lupita's look, though. Um, I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. polished and I love the colors. Obviously, purple is my favorite color, but, <laughs> but she looked cool. And the snout like was pretty like you can you couldn't like see the seam so it looked pretty well implemented um yeah she was cool so you're talking about the snout on mista (laughs) oh no that's just her face um ouch no i'm just kidding mista uh i'm sure she listens you know so i gotta apologize um so lupita kush um, I agree. I like her look. She, they could have done like a little story of her turning into like a maranita, uh, like a princess before, and then maybe she curses her and she grows a snout, something. But I mean, it would be kind of hard to put the snout on. But I don't know. Make it work. Um, this is drag. So, or just make up another story that makes sense because this did not make sense at all. It's like, why does she? Why is she a pig with a snout? And why is there a senora that looks like a witch? And why is there a cake? Didn't make any sense. Um, separately, their outfits could work um, as like fairy tale themed outfits, but 
together just doesn't go in the same story. And I think Nistabu was a little bit better at performing than Lupita. They didn't say anything, but she was just more into her character. Because, I mean, she always plays kind of the villain, so it's kind of easy for her, right? Yeah, she it's just like comes naturally. But I think she was trying to overshine Lupita, though. I think she was one of those. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, so yeah, I did not like it. I didn't enjoy it. There was no storyline. So obviously it was a fail on the challenge. Um, the next group is Alexa Fox and Sirena. What did you think of this duo? <laughs> um, I felt like it was a cute moment for each of them. You can obviously tell that Sirena was um, recreating El Cricri. Um, and they had like a little choreo um, with the balls and stuff. But it was just, it was cute, but it, it wasn't as polished as I would have liked it. And yeah, I mean, at the end, they had like a little, they had a message of, friendship <laughs> I think they said like a friend can always make you smile which I guess is cute <laughs> that's not true though <laughs> they can also piss you off <laughs> um, I don't know they could have used some more practice but their their looks are, are good though I don't like Lexa's look at all I think it was a mess um, I think she was going for the Krikri. Yeah, I think so too. Because she has antennas, and mm-hmm. for you, for the people who don't know, the Krikri is a, like a little cricket character. Why is it called Krikri? Because it's a cricket. Because a cricket goes Krikri. 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 Sure. But I did not like her outfit. I liked Sirena's. I thought hers was more successful. The storyline, I don't know what it was. I guess it was friendship, but they literally did just did anything. They just kind of threw those rubber balls at each other. And Lexa Fox had an umbrella with a lot of glitter in it. And then there was something else they did, and I forgot what it was. But it didn't work. It had no... They kind of just... It looked like they literally just came up with it before they went on stage. It was, it was really... Um, not well put together. So I did not enjoy it, unfortunately. This could have been the bottom as well for me. Like, uh, well, at least they had some. They tried, I guess. So at least they tried. I guess it was like safe. <laughs> at least they tried, but they didn't really make it like a kids show. It's like kids are gonna be. They would leave three seconds into the show. They would like get up and go get you know go outside or something. They would not stay for that. Um, all right. The last group um, is La Morralisa and Alexis Tres XL. What did you think of this group? Um, I think La Morralisa definitely stood out a lot more. Um, definitely had a lot of presence. And I love the rhyme so they they were kind of like going back and forth. One would say one line, and then the next one would have rhyme 
um, with whatever the last one said. That was pretty cool. That was cute. And um, yeah, and Moralisa's um, look is awesome. I love, I love, love, love her look. Just a lot of. Um, she's still giving us this. A similar face as always but she did it super well and it does really go with this outfit and this story um i do think alexis looks out of place like she looks more like a poodle and i think she was playing like a little girl so yeah they don't look like from they're from the same universe same story uh i think namora lisa definitely um, gave it her all though. Yeah, I think Moralisa was a little bit darker. Her look looks a little bit more darker. And then we have Alexis, who is so colorful and looks like a cartoon character. So yeah, that was a little, a little bit of a miss. But I mean, they weren't told, I guess, what what exactly to bring and who they were going to be paired up with. So we can let that slide a little bit for this group because they did at least have a performance and I'm not going to say it was my favorite and I'm, I wasn't crazy about it like the judges were but I, I did like Moralisa's performance for sure I think she did a great job at keeping herself in her character and and being kind of creepy but I would have liked to see her go further with that character so it was a good it was a good um, good showing and um, yeah, I'm proud of Moralisa. I think she has pushed herself um, from the other weeks where she had to act or do something where they required her to speak. I think this is her <laughs> her most successful attempt at that. At speaking? Um, <laughs> at speaking. Um, at speaking sentences. So, yeah. Alrighty, so they, like we said, um, the winner is Sifer, obviously. The losers, or the two, the bottom two, end up being Electra and Lupita. And they throw in a little twist, which um, I didn't see coming, because it would make no sense. Why would they ever come up with something like that? It doesn't make sense. No, so their partners have to lip sync as well. And it was just pointless because why would they need to lip sync? And then the <laughs> music cuts off in the middle of the song. <laughs> and anyways, Lupita ends up being the one sent home. So did you have anything, uh, any of the critiques that you wanted to mention or anything else about the episode that you wanted to talk about? Um, I... I just really gave it up to Ricky Lips for standing up to Letal. <laughs> and kind of was like, you're difficult. <laughs> Which we all know. <laughs> but uh, she told her to her face. And it, Letal doesn't seem to mind. And she just doubles down and um, rams a knife into every one of the queens. <laughs> um... As, as she always does. But she tops it up like at the end with like a nice message of to not be afraid of, of your magic. And it's like too late. You're just, 
everyone's gonna remember the first stuff that that you were telling them so i i mean is she lying no but it gets a little repetitive when she just keeps saying the same stuff over and over again but um i did like that she was more specific this time she actually went down the line and told them this is something you could work on this is you know mm-hmm. specific things which i like i mean that's that's what she should have done from the beginning and that way they could they could implement those things so um she just plays that role of being you know the one that i don't think they actually they, i honestly don't think they listen to her they some of the stuff they should because i i don't think she's wrong i do think that they should be more bold take more risks and pretty much put on a show like this is not i think the only thing like it's not a shade it's not shade to these contestants but they don't they just don't have the ability some of them are not that they're talented but they don't have that much experience mm. in the world of entertainment they don't have maybe the theater background or maybe like these things that will help you out the acting you know if somebody feels like they can't act they're not they're probably not going to take that risk and do something where they can mess up mm-hmm. so it's just like there she's trying to get them to do stuff that they are just not good at <laughs> period some of these girls are just not going to they're just not that kind of artist and they don't have that experience so if she wants that she needs to they need to cast queens that they require them to be in theater or something where they can show their skills and exceed that from them. Um, because if mm-hmm. not, you can't you can't ask for somebody to do something that they don't have an experience doing. So I don't know if they take that into consideration, but there you go. All right. The anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, <laughs> Lupita gets eliminated on her birthday. <laughs> And Tatiana just makes it about herself, starts singing um, Las Mañanitas, but very like, it's my stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, at least she gave a better performance than that lip sync. <laughs> I did not enjoy that lip sync, so. <laughs> and she sounded good. I mean, no auto-tune or nothing. She, she sounded great. Like, um... All right, so I guess that is it. Um, thank you so much for joining us once again here at Quien es la Más. Um, please let them know where they can find us. Um, you can follow the podcast at Quien es la Más on Instagram, where you'll see the, the looks of the week. And we have our email address, Quien es la Más podcast at gmail.com. Send us any comments, any messages, questions. And please don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast. It helps us a lot. Um, so we would really appreciate that. And where can they find you, Yee If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at yes, it's Yee And yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you once again for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Adios.
So what would you tell your younger self? Fuck off.